Welcome back, Quest for You fans and friends. I'm Janine, and this is my podcast, Quest for You. I'm glad to be back. I know I've been absent for a little while, but here I am on the last day of 2019. And today, I want to bring you my goal setting technique. It's a process that I go through at the end of every year. For the last few years, I've done this and accomplished more than I have ever done in my life. Today, I want to share this technique with you. And I also created a worksheet that goes with this technique and this episode that you can find on my website. Just go to questforyou.com and there should be, hopefully soon. I know Brett is helping me putting it up, but it should be available shortly on my website. And this episode will walk you through the school setting worksheet. But even if you don't have it handy, if you want to just listen, you can even take your own notes and make your own list or sheet that works for you. You don't have to use the worksheet. But I created it for you and it's there for you. And I will actually be using it too. I've already made a rough draft of some of my major goals for 2020. And tonight I will sit down, hopefully with some quiet time before... All the craziness starts here with fireworks and will finalize my goals. And I also wish for you that you can find some quiet time and sit down and think about what 2020 will mean for you. So here we go. My goal setting technique. Every year I start with a theme for the year. I think of something that describes what my year will look like and who the person will be at the end of the year when these goals are completed. The goals will help you become this person. And on the worksheet, I've listed a couple of examples. For example, financially independent podcaster, loving partner in a fulfilling relationship, New York Times listed author. It doesn't have to be long, just a short phrase of something that describes the person you are. And the goals that you will create shortly will get you there, will get you to become this person. So here are the categories, and these categories represent the major areas of your life. These are the areas that help you or hinder you on your way to become who you want to be. All areas are important because even if everything is working well, but one area of your life is out of balance, it can affect everything else. However, I will say you don't need a goal for each category. Your priorities and your focus may just be on one or two areas of your life. I like to set one goal per category. Sometimes two, but mostly I stick to one, just to make sure I prioritize not just one area of my life. For example, last year, for the first time, I didn't set a financial goal. My finances were okay. I was doing fine. I didn't even notice that I missed setting that goal. I just realized that towards the end of this year as I was reviewing my goals. And I have to say, looking back, right now, my finances are not in order. I didn't pay attention to money, to saving money, to investing money. My spending was not under control this year. So for 2020, I will make sure there is a financial goal. I will make sure I have a goal in every category because all categories together combined will support me in becoming the best version of myself. Each goal 
should represent an improvement, an area of growth. I've seen models and different worksheets that have separately a category for growth. But I think the whole point of goals is to challenge yourself and to help become a better person and to grow. So each goal in itself should be a growth goal and a challenge. For example, if I need to improve my finances, pay off some debt and save some money, then to me, that is growth. I am many steps ahead for my current situation of financial struggle. All of the goals are important, but some will have more weight than others. I try to be as specific as possible without limiting myself to too much or overcomplicating it. I used to write these elaborate goals, but not anymore. They are now pretty straightforward and it doesn't take long to write them down at all. The more challenging aspect is to narrow them down. I always want to do so much. And a year seems like a very long time at the start of it. I just took two weeks of vacation that are almost over to spend with my mom. And I thought I will be finishing books. I will be working on podcast episodes. And I didn't do any of that. I spent time with my mom. And I actually will talk about some of this time in my next episode. It was uh, quite interesting and challenging. But time flies by very quickly. Three months fly by. And when April rolls around, you'll begin to feel the pressure because you probably haven't made much progress on any of your goals if they were challenging enough. So I want to encourage you, don't overdo it. Stick to things that are really important to you and keep your goals challenging, but don't set too many goals that you cannot accomplish them. Focus on the big things that you really want to do because the small stuff you're going to do anyway, it gets done. But the big things usually don't unless we focus on them. Big things that make a difference. Big things that change you and make you a better and stronger person. Don't just set goals so you can check things off. Set goals because you want to become someone you are not yet. Someone you dream of becoming. Someone you are proud of when you look back. These are not just certificates and licenses and skills and promotions. Think about your entire person. Think about your behaviors, your character, your thoughts. Someone you dream of becoming. Someone that you always wanted to be. Someone you are proud of when you look back. Set big goals that force you to work on them regularly, either daily or at least weekly. If the goal is something you can do in a week, then most likely you will not do much about it all year. Hence, it won't change you. Instead, focus on something that challenges you regularly. Those are the things that change us because we have to fight for them, struggle with them and overcome them eventually. The weight, the health, the anger problems, the negative thoughts, the depression, the isolation. Think about the areas of your life that you know need improving. Don't cover them up with another workshop, a retreat, a course. I really encourage you to use this year, this worksheet, this technique that I use and challenge yourself in the areas of your life that you are trying to avoid, that you think don't need addressing, but that keep gnawing on you on the inside, that keep speaking to you, 
that really are asking to be addressed. So here are the categories. They're not in any particular order. Same on the worksheet. You can identify your priority for yourself. I started with finances because that's probably my number one focus for the year. For example, a goal can be save $500 every month or, and this one I have done before, don't buy any new clothes or shoes for an entire year unless it's a specific item you don't have and you need for a specific event. For example, ski pants or a dress for a bridal shower or climbing shoes. Or it can also be investment related. But think about finances because money drives a lot of things. If you have dreams of maybe starting a business, your finances will support you with that. Think about a financial goal. And if you are in a financially good situation, maybe it's helping someone in need. Maybe you're not ready for that big goal that you want to do one day. So maybe this year you're setting money aside for it for next year. Finances can be a lot of different things, but I encourage you to think of them and put a goal here, even if you don't think you need it. I know I will do that this year. And for this category, it's important your goal is measurable. It's important for every category, but I would be very specific on what you're planning to do. This most likely will involve money. So I would put a specific amount in this goal or a specific time that you're going to do something in. This should apply to all goals, but specifically in the finance category, it's easy to say, save money. But if you're not specific, then you will not hold yourself to the standard that you really want to hold yourself to. Next category, physical health. For example, a goal here, and that is very measurable, work out three days per week, every week of this year. This doesn't have to be a gym workout. This can be a brisk walk around the block when you run out of time. This can be a 15-minute yoga practice or a one-minute set of push-ups at home. The effort counts. And three days is pretty achievable, in my opinion. You can miss four days and you still make up the last three days with some kind of exercise. Another example could be learning a specific sport like tennis or swimming. Or you could join a running group. To me, nutrition and eating well also falls under physical health. Maybe you want to eat more whole foods and fewer snacks. Or cook more at home instead of eating out so much. Think about a goal that supports your health. If this is not your priority of the year, think about something small that you can still do. Maybe you smoke less. Maybe you drink fewer sodas. Maybe you make sure that you only eat one kind of dessert a day and not with every meal. There are simple things that you can do that you know will make you physically feel better and support you in all other areas of your life. Sleep also falls under physical health. And I've talked about the importance of sleep on this podcast. Next, school and career. Here an example would be to look for a new job and make a switch this year. This goal can be followed by a few more aspects that describe what you want from this new job. It can also be something about your existing job. Maybe you want to put more effort into developing your team. Hoping for a promotion is not a goal. If you want a promotion, make the goal around something that may get you that promotion. 
What will you do about getting it? What will challenge you? Maybe you have a steady job and it's fine the way it is, but you dream of something else. I had lunch last week with a vendor and she shared how she is taking a winemaking class. She said she wants to challenge herself and add new skills, something different, something new. She was all excited when she talked about the winemaking class. We all have those kind of dreams. I want to really speak French fluently. You may want to learn how to draw or play an instrument. Why not make 2020 the year where you start? Next, I call this category mental health, mindfulness, spirituality. You don't have to be spiritual to fill something in here, but this category is critical in helping you reach all your other more practical and tangible objectives. For me, I can tell you what my 2020 goal will be in this category. I spoke about silence in my previous episode, and my goal will revolve around silence. I want to meditate and read regularly. I still need to define exactly what this means, but I miss reading a lot. I haven't finished a book in months, and meditation is something that is really important as well for my inner well-being, so I will make those two activities part of my daily routine again. And those lead to mindfulness and spirituality for me and for my mental health. So spiritual well-being means to take care of your inner world. We bring peace and balance to our life when we can be a better person in this world. A person that's not just successful and skilled and has degrees and certificates on the wall, but also peace on the inside. For some Church and religion may bring this kind of peace. For others, it may be a daily walk. 15 minutes alone with a cup of coffee in the morning. If you have listened to my recent interviews, almost everyone shared a morning practice with me that is important to them. The mornings are often a great opportunity to make time for the mind, to think, to reflect, to just be with yourself. It sets the tone for our often hectic days, which sometimes derail us and cause us stress and anxiety. Finding something that grounds you is important, and then making it a routine. I call this self-care. It's often neglected, but it's highly necessary. The next category I call family social relationships. This is about your social life. We all need work in this area. It's about being a better person to the people around us. Do you want to know what my 2019 goal was in this category? Build, and I'm reading this straight out of my journal, build a tribe through networking and personal connections. When I think back of my Christmas party that is now already a week ago, I would say I accomplished this goal. I even gave a short speech and thanked everyone that was there, over 25 people. A couple of years ago, I didn't even know most of the people in that room. And now they all play an important role in some area of my life. I encourage you, take a look at your social life, your family, your friends, your partner, the people that you are close to. And then look for gaps, areas that require attention. Maybe your family could use more of your time and undivided attention. Maybe your circle of friends needs some refreshing and exchanging some old and unhelpful relationships for new and supportive ones. 
Maybe there are things in your relationship you have looked over but that really make you unhappy and need to be addressed. Maybe there are people in your life that you haven't committed to in a wholesome way. Maybe there is a gap and you need to look at those relationships a little bit closer. What do they mean to you? Are you ready to commit fully or are you ready to let go? Spend some time thinking about this category. I know I will. It's about an important area of your life and one that requires more time than we think. Be very clear about what you will do. Mine was clear in that I said networking was the way I would build my tribe. And I did a little of that. I could have done more. Spending more time with my family is not enough of a goal. Be clear. Have dinner with my parents once a week. Or be home in time for dinner at least three times per week. Take my kids to an outing every weekend. Be very specific here about what you are going to do. Last category I call adventure and fun. Here I try to pick something that challenges me. Something I would not normally do but may have always wanted to do. For some of you it might be just a vacation that is overdue. Some people I know never take a real vacation. Maybe you've always dreamt of learning how to ski. I'm going ice climbing in a few weeks. It's something that I always wanted to try. But for 2020, I will probably pick something related to climbing and possibly a new car, which I really need and I really want. And that will also support my other objectives. There you go, my friends. My goal-setting technique. On the worksheet I created for you, I added a category for other. Something you may have that doesn't fit any of my categories. But I suggest to proceed with caution. Too many goals can become hard to manage and prioritize. And then they only overwhelm us and we are more likely to give up on them. Think about your schedule as you set these goals. Going to the gym every day. Taking an art class three times a week and cooking a healthy dinner every night might be too much. My meditation goal is going to be a daily goal that will require extra time. So I will probably not plan another goal that I need to do daily. Maybe something weekly at the most in another category. But I know I cannot overload myself. So keep that in mind, my friends. But otherwise, have fun with your goals. Look forward to them. Know that you will work on them. And sometimes, yes, you will fail, but they will overall send you on a journey to become a better person because even from the failures, we learn. I have set goals that I failed miserably at several times until I realized this wasn't the right goal for me. And it's okay. You learn in the process and you grow. At least in your mind, you will not have to live with the regret of never having attempted the goal. You now know that this goal was not even a feasible goal for you. Enjoy this process. It is there to help you have fun and reach your dreams. When I finish my goals, I place them into my moleskin planner and I review them once in a while so I don't lose my focus for the year, which can happen. And at the end of the year, I review them one by one. I usually don't accomplish all. That's okay. Some goals require more focus than we initially may think. And sometimes we simply don't dedicate the time and attention to them as we should. At the end of the year, 
You decide if you will add the unaccomplished goals again into the new year, or if your focus has shifted to something else. I also usually accomplish something that I didn't even set a goal for. And that's great. I think, though, that that's a side effect of having goals. You accomplish some, you accomplish something else that you didn't plan on, and you don't accomplish others that you were hoping to accomplish. The important thing is you sit down and you take the time and you think about who you want to be a year from now looking back. This is what matters and this is why I do this. And this has helped me to reach so many objectives in my life that I could have never dreamt of just a few years ago. Enjoy this process as much as I do. And please, if you have any questions at all, you can reach out to me if you have them. There are many ways on my website to contact me and send me notes. Much love, my friends. Enjoy your last day of the year. Set these goals when you have some time. It doesn't have to be right away today. But take the time to set them and have a wonderful ending of the year and start of a new year, 2020. So many opportunities ahead of us. Can't wait. Much love.